Up next, right here on Spreaker, it's your boy, the governor of Minnesota. Sports talk, that is. The big, smooth Vince Wright coming to you live with Sports Done Right. Keep it locked. It's about time you got it right. Up next, it's your boy, the big, smooth Vince Wright, broadcasting live from the Sportstacular Governor's Mansion, the governor of sports talk, that is, and he's got your ticket to all the latest sports-related news, events, and hot topics. Are you ready to get it right? Sports Done Right, up next. ready and get over here right now you're darn tootin'. don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address live from the situation room of his lakefront chateau he's bringing a little color to the voice of minnesota sports talk and worldwide 
His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him Governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. And he's loose! on everybody Vince Wright the sports governor coming to you live and direct once again it is good to be back with you it's been a week this is sports done right the one and only and thank you all for tuning in once again want to say what up to the early risers in the chat room the lovely and talented the maven from Miami herself that's right the lovely Mocha Bella Roma how are you thank you for joining us and for getting the alerts out on sports done right and all the other shows x squad radio network everybody mocha is definitely hooking you up so thank you miss mocha the mayor himself mr mochi with the grits what's going on both x squad affiliates as well i thank you guys for popping in here and again, this is Sports Done Right, the Tuesday night edition. We usually come on Tuesday at or around 7.30 p.m. You can find us not only, by the way, on Spreaker.com, where the show kind of originates from. We use their console. We kind of, we're, we're based out of there, but we are available on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn streaming radio services. And if you can't listen live, please download Go and listen on demand anytime. If you listen live, you have the opportunity to call 651-968-0124. Again, 651-968-0124. You can talk to us live. And man, lots of stuff to get into tonight. What can I say? We got the Vikings draft, um, the NFL draft, dumbass rumors of Stephon Diggs being traded to the Redskins, which... I don't even know if I'm going to talk about it so stupid. Vikings, what are they going to do? 18th uh, pick. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk a little bit about the Minnesota Timberwolves. Not much happening there, although Chauncey Billups is coming to town to interview. That's right, the one and only Chauncey Billups. Uh, we're also going to talk about, and I've delved into this topic before, but somebody asked me this this past weekend. And again, Vince Wright, the sports governor, sports done right. They go, Gov, why does Fox Sports suck? 
And I'm not just talking FS1, he says. I mean, outside of a couple, the radio shows. And this is something I've wondered about too. So I'm going to get into a little bit of that. Once again, in this NFL draft, you know, these these so-called experts, they come at you and they have once again given us yet another for sure quarterback that has to be picked in the top, you know, two or three picks here. And we're going to get into that and what that really means with Duke's Daniel Jones. Every year there seems to be a player, usually a quarterback from some okay to subpar team that, you know, has all the tools. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into, what else are we going to get into here? Oh, a couple things. Glad you could join us, Mo Cheese. Big Mike, always front and center through the Twitterverse. He's listening on iTunes. He says, Gov, giving you some download love on the iTunes side. Glad you made it to the, the big company, he says. And by the way, what will the Vikings do with the 18th pick? Well, you know what they're going to do, man. We're going to get into that very, very shortly there, Big Mike. Who else do we got here? We got Danielle calling from, or not calling, but listening from Minnetonka. Thank you, Danielle. Uh, She's a big Vikings fan, listens to the show on demand a lot. She says, well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, Vikings fans from the Pioneer Press, we got some stuff from Charlie Walters' column. Here's the thing. When it comes to the NFL draft, yours truly, Vince Wright, the sports governor of Minnesota, the People's Choice winner of the KSTP 1500 People's Vote on their Sportscaster Idol contest, which we were duly robbed, but we'll get into that later. We, listen, I've never been big on the draft and the analytics. You, If you know me, if you listen to my shows now for going on three years, I've never been big. I get we need, you know, a 40-yard dash, maybe see how high you can jump. I get more of the combine or the the combine skills. Ooh, there's a Freudian slip. But when it comes to the draft, it it really is a crapshoot. And of course, there are players that you know should stand out due to what they did in college. But if you want the 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 real breakdown, the 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 isometrics and the numbers and the matrixes and this and that, this ain't your show tonight. I'm going to tell you what the Vikings need. Everybody knows what they need. That's offensive line help. We'll talk about some available names. And we're just going to see what happens because you know why. It's all just a crapshoot for the most part. I mean, you know, we we have, I, I was, and I was thinking about this the other day. I was watching ESPN on Sunday morning, uh, E60 or whatever it is. And they had Tony Mandarich and people of a certain age will remember Tony Mandarich from Michigan State University. The the you know, dude was like 6'6", 300 plus pounds when that was really, really, really starting to stand out. Nowadays, everybody's 6'6", and 300 pounds. And, you know, he was a steroid user and he was all cut up and all that stuff. But he was picked, what, second overall or whatever, Green Bay and... He turned out to be a bust with Green Bay, but actually came back, had a pretty decent career until he got injured again, as he describes it. And once he had already kicked painkillers and all that, once he got off the drugs, he didn't want to have to go back to relying on those drugs 
again. So actually came back to have a halfway decent career for a few years playing for the Indianapolis Colts. And they had quotes. Uh, he used to block for Jim Harbaugh, you know, on good teams. So that, that was kind of cool to see. But, man, when it comes to the NFL draft, I mean, it is. It is a crapshoot. So I don't like to spend a lot of time. There's there's so many other shows, whether mainstream sports radio. Obviously, you can go online. There's all kinds of other podcasts that will give you that. But I would love to hear what you're thinking about for your team. Feel free to jump that in or put that in the chat room. Direct message me on Twitter at the big smooth one and that's really starting to pick up too i'm starting to get a lot more direct messages during the show so again twitter at the big smooth one that's me vince right and also feel free to our social media for the show check us out on facebook sports done right w-r-i-g-h-t it just gave you twitter also on instagram at sports done right there as well so uh, thank you for supporting the show. Mochi says, until pick one and two, it is definitely all a crapshoot. Absolutely, Mo. And so there's so many other people that kind of bust their butts to, to you know, give you all the, the numbers and, you know, to be the pseudo Mel Kuypers of the world and all that stuff. And that's just not me. So when I talk draft, I'm going to talk Vikings. Again, we'll talk whatever you guys want to talk about as well. Um, Timberwolves, Chauncey Billups coming to town to interview for vice president of basketball operations. We'll see what happens there. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. And the real, I mean, we talk about it a lot, but this is a a very perilous situation, very critical time for our, um, NBA basketball up here in the twin cities, big L big L joining us from little rock, Arkansas, the one and only. Big L out there, by the way, giving us all some motivation. Big L, regular listener to Sports Done Right, uh, friend on Facebook. Hope to meet this brother soon someday. But, man, great picture on uh, Easter of you and, and the lovely wife, man. You guys definitely, definitely looking the part, man. So congrats, Big L. Um, and Big L is a Bears fan, so we'd like to give Big L, you know, he's been on the show a couple times. He's called in. Uh, we really like hearing from Big L during the uh, NFL season because he's a Bears fan. And that's that's okay because he's from Chi-Town originally, like the Gov. But I just, I'm not a Bears fan. I, I grew up loving the Vikings. And that's how it should be, or shall be. The Vikings, or the Minnesota Vikings, Stephon Diggs, was rumored (laughs) to be traded to the Redskins for the 15th overall pick. And this actually comes from Charlie Waters column from the, from the Sunday paper. And I just thought this was just laughable. The bears are back says big L (laughs) Mocha says she met big L you may not want to meet him, Vince. Big L ain't all that. I will let you two <laughs> go at it in the chat room there. But Stefan Diggs being rumored for the 15th overall pick in Thursday's draft. The Vikings have 18th. Why? See, this is what I'm talking about. How this stuff can even get out there. Really, you're going to give up Stefan Diggs for the 15th. Come on. Come on, son. That ain't happening. 
But yet, that's how you know, you can literally just put anything out there if you're in a, a position of mainstream sports media. I mean, you just put it out there. Hey, I heard this. Bam. Diggs ain't going nowhere. And now that his uh, brother from another mother, Thielen, got paid. I mean, it's, <laughs> unless you're bringing in Jerry Rice or somebody, man. Nah, that cat ain't going nowhere. And Kirk Cousins better hope to God that he ain't going nowhere. Minnesota Vikings are, okay, let's just get right to it here. (laughs) I see a little chat room here in our Spreaker.com chat room between a couple folks. Got me cracking up here. Danielle says, Gov, we're finally going to get some some twins love tonight. By the way, our first place twins. You are absolutely correct, Danielle. We are definitely going to get twins love early in the season. I mean, what? They started, I think, what, 13 and 7, whatever it is, tied for the best record or maybe even the second best record or something like that in baseball. Off to a good start. But again, lots of games left. We're 20 games into 100. And 62-game season. I just like to peep in at about the 40-game mark. Another 20 games. Then we should really start seeing what we got with our Twins. But, hey, I ain't going to rain on nobody's parade. Absolutely not. SportsGov is thrilled. The sports governor, by the way, making plans to get get to a game here soon. I'm just trying to figure out. I think we got Houston coming in town. Maybe next Monday or something. I'm going to go check out the Twins game if the weather cooperates here in the Twin Cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul. Oh, real quick, too. wanted to give a shout out to the North Star Sports Podcast. That's the other podcast that I host with my boy, Matty G, Matt Geffrey, and Justin Extra. Make sure you follow that show on Spreaker or just Google North Star Sports Podcast. I will have links on the Sports Done Right Facebook page. I'm always tweeting it out. Um, that is a really Minnesota-centric show that we do for obvious reasons. Those guys are big time into hockey, so we get a lot of hockey talk, twins talk. They're radio dudes. I mean, these are these dudes get credentialed. And by the way, our North Star Sports Podcast has been received our first media credentials. Shout out um, May 4th, Media Day for the St. Paul Saints, the independent baseball team, downtown St. Paul, the Northwoods Kingpins, Northwoods League Kingpins. So we're going to go down there on Media Day, get introduced uh, to the players, have some fun. So again, the North Star Sports Podcast, think of it as kind of a, a brother show to the Sports Done Right show. Big L says, Vince, I'll trade the last pick for Cousins, bum ass. You know what I'm gonna do tonight? I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it a, a a Kirk free or a Kirk crap on free zone. I'm not gonna go after Kirk too much tonight. We've done it all year. We've talked about the contract. We've talked about now how our team really has no money in there. You know, I was gonna touch on it real quick here, but Kyle Rudolph, he's entering the last year of of his contract. What are we going to do here? How are we going to restructure that? Do you want to restructure that? Hmm. Do you? Because here's the thing. I I have always been a Kyle Rudolph fan. 
You know my saying on the show, whenever Kyle has the football, good things seems to happen. But, <laughs> but, everybody has their expiration date. Personally, I would love to see him stay. I'd really like to see a game plan uh, that gets him more involved, to be perfectly honest with you. Because I think he still has some some good football left in him. And the Vikings have a two to three year window. So in regards to this draft, we all know they're going to be going offensive linemen. Some big names out there. Jawan Taylor from Florida. Andre Dillard is um, out there from Washington State. Other names in the mix. Let's see. This name appeared on a few different boards, so to speak, or other, you know, just in media. Cody Ford from Oklahoma. And Caleb McGrary from Washington as well, or the University of Washington, not Washington State. Chris Lindstrom from Boston College. Here's the thing. We can go on and on and on with these names, people. Just like every team. And, you know, unless you're really in the top five, it's it's the crapshoot. So we need an offensive line, men, that can just give you some years of some really decent offensive line play. That's what we've been missing. Oh, where have you gone, Todd Stussy? Ooh. Oh, yeah, where are you gone? Can somebody give us some love like Todd Stussy? Remember, though, you, you go back to all these great Vikings teams over the past years and the offensive line, you know, the late great Corey Stringer. Um, even going back further to the 70s, you know, I mean, just it the, the offensive line, Loudermilk, Randall McDaniel. I mean, we can go on and on as Vikings fans. But that has always kind of been a staple, a good, solid foundation, so to speak. And lately, as we know, that has not happened. Now, um, Pat Elfline is going to be, I I still think he's going to be a good player. But, you know, outside of that, I think I saw, uh, and uh, forgive me, I I thought I wrote down the article. I saw this because I I definitely don't like to plagiarize and I like to give people... um, credit and I'm, I'm trying to find I thought I had to know but I th- of all the Vikings offensive linemen on the roster right now I think somebody said only four of them could probably be considered starters in the NFL four so we know what the Vikings are going to do here's the question though do they and here's the latest rumor and we all know and again this is sports done right with Vince right the sports governor does Rick Spielman trade the 18th pick for what? I don't know. I really don't. Or does he wind up maybe taking an offensive lineman for the first two picks in this year's draft? Big L, Minnesota defense didn't stop very much at the end of the year either. No, they didn't. And I'm I'm about to jump on that side of the ball here as, as well, Big L. Hang with me, brother. And, I, and there's Mike on the direct message. 
all right, we know the offense. Let's get to that defense, which let me down again last year. Mike's always on point over there in Eden Prairie, Minnesota. And we have Amy joining us from Hudson, Wisconsin. Thank you very much, Amy. The Gov always enjoys the female point of view in the in the sport. So I'm so glad that there really is an increasing, and I'll go ahead and say it, there's a lot of women, a lot of ladies that listen to this show. Appreciate it. They got sports opinions too. I hate when dudes try and dog on the ladies. I really, really, really do. So glad you're listening to the sports gov and especially from Wisconsin. Appreciate that. So stay tuned. Let's just see who they take and whoever it's going to be. A lot of people like Juwan Taylor from Florida. Let's just hope that, you know, he can, he has what it takes to be a good serviceable Minnesota Viking offensive lineman for the next four to seven years. Four to seven years. Because we really got to get this offensive line up to par. Because I'll tell you what, it might be the only thing that can truly help Kirk Cousins. Because he's going to need every second of time to find Thielen and Diggs and Rudolph if he's still here and, and all the other receivers he'll have shots to throw to. Then you move into restructuring of contracts. It's This isn't over. It's really going to be interesting. It's not so much about this draft. It's really about who wants to restructure, who do we maybe have to say goodbye to, to sign whoever gets picked up here um, over the next couple days. And by the way, me and Justin Ekstrom will be at Top Golf, And I guess the first lady may be coming as well as a associate producer. We're going to, we may be doing a live podcast there. But um, we were invited to take part, uh, again, through the North Star Sports Podcast. We were invited to the Day 2 draft party thrown by Purple PTSD, one of the Vikings fans fan sites out here in the Twin Cities. So I want to say big ups to them. And definitely looking forward to Day 2. And, and here's the thing, because people go, oh, it's the second day. Who gives a... I'll tell you who gives a you-know-what, homies. I do. That's where you got to start doing a little... In my opinion, that's day two is where you, the brains really get to work because now it's like, okay, we've kind of gotten through this these top picks. Not only is it just best player available, but who can really have the potential to be that breakout star? Tom Brady, six-round draft pick. I mean, you... On and on and on with the stories. You get it. Who's going to be the diamond in the rough this year? Last year, Mike Hughes, Central Florida. He's coming back, by the way, too. And God knows we need him. We really need that. We need Mike to be healthy. So um, he's he's coming back looking good. I'm very excited because I think that kid can play some ball. But... 
you know, if Spielman decides on taking a trade, moving up or down. Also, the defensive line. Like I said, we're going to jump on the defensive side of the ball here. The Vikings, look, the Vikings still got a nice roster. But that window, man, like I said, they got a two to three year window, maybe, as Big O likes to say, maybe. And, you know, it's just time to do this, man. We got to win. Let me tell you something. When I was at the final four, or excuse me, the championship game, the NCAA college basketball championship, a couple weeks back, you know, and the game ends, Virginia wins, and me and my friend, uh, me and Big Money Andrew made our way down, you know, to the good seats, and we're down there with the Virginia fans and the confetti's falling, and, you know, just, I really made it a point just to watch the Virginia fans, to watch the expressions on their faces, to watch how they, you know, were celebrating and just enjoying it. And then I was thinking, man, I would love to be able to do this at a Super Bowl for Minnesota. I would love to be able to do this at a Rose Bowl for the Gophers. I would love anything for any Minnesota team. And even though I'm a Blackhawk fan, if the Hawks don't make it, go ahead, Minnesota Wild, get that cup. But that's what the Minnesota sports fan needs to experience. I'm fortunate enough that I've lived into my 50th year. I've I've seen the Vikings play the Raiders on TV in the Super Bowl. Or I've I've my parents threw a Super Bowl party in '87 and '91. I watched our beloved Minnesota Twins do damage and win two World Series within a four-year span. The Minnesota Lynx. And I get it. WNBA may may not be your thing, but regardless of what it is, if you're in Minnesota, that's the only professional team that's won championships in a very, very long, well, since 1991. Big L says teams are made on day two and three. Absolutely, Big L. Couldn't have said it better myself, my man. But it's time to win. And if you are... (laughs) Big L says, Minnesota Super Bowl, I wasn't even alive. Well, I was alive. And 98, obviously, we were close. We We got a little ahead of ourselves. 15 and one thought it was a done deal. You had K fan and Paul Allen and all these people over there playing that dumbass going to Miami song. And, and again, I, I felt like I was the only one in the twin cities that said, Hey, wait a minute, man. The team we are playing from Atlanta, by the way, is 14 and two. Okay. <laughs> this isn't a 10 and six team coming in here. This ain't nine and seven. This ain't 12. This is 14 and two against 15 and one. They lost one more game, brother. And guess what? The pressure. Anyway. But it is time for the Vikings to, to, to go all in, to make it happen. And I know easier said than done or, or not easier said than done in this case. But man, when I was sitting there and just thinking, what if this was the the Timberwolves or the Gopher or whatever? 
that's what I want to experience one more time before. Uh, fortunately, I have a few more years left in me. And then before I kick off this planet, I would love to see another Minnesota championship in something. Something. Oh, boy, I am Vince Wright, sports governor, sports done right. Vince Wright is your Minnesota sports governor. Stand up and salute. Yes, sir. I just I just hope it happens, man. I just hope it happens. Um, so Minnesota Vikings there's yeah there's your draft scenario we got that done when first half hour of the show no need to we know they're taking an offensive lineman let's see who they get and just get them in here let's get them signed and let's get them working Gary Kubiak in here okay let's see what he can do with this offense let's get the coordinators let's get this offensive line back to being the Viking staple that it was you hear me, Kurt Loudermilk? You hear me, Ron Yeri? Going way back with Ron Yeri. But yeah, man, I mean, let's just do this. So, all right, Thursday night, NFL draft. Going to be a lot of fun for a lot of people. Vikings, 18th pick as of now. Spielman could draft or could trade that. He's been known to do that type of thing. And also, too, and what comes into play more so than not is the um, unsigned uh, free agents. You know, who may get out of there? Who may be, who may be available? Who may be that Adam Thielen, that kid out of nowhere? Um, you know, the division two, three kid, nobody's heard of that winds up making a squad. Stay tuned. We're going to have a lot. Now we will have a lot of analysis on our next show because, you know, again, as I said, with the Timberwolves, how critical this is. Well, this is very critical as well for our, our Minnesota Vikings, because the, the Vikings fans, you know, they're, they're, they're some of the best around. They've put up with so much. And I do mean so much. That I don't want to say you feel sorry for him. But you feel sorry for him. (laughs) And, you know, it seems like so many other teams and whatnot have, have done the thing. It would just be nice to see us as well. So, all right, folks, Vikings draft again Thursday night. Make sure you're checking it out. The Vikings, as of now, at 18th position. You know they're going to go offensive line. Do they go uh, O-line in the first two picks, maybe? We will see. Uh, Stay tuned. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about Tiger Woods. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me just end our NFL draft talk here very quickly about Duke's Daniel Jones. Every year, we have the one player that gets kind of the the bump out of nowhere. And the Duke quarterback is this year's guy, it seems like. So Duke was 3-5 last year in conference, 8-5 overall. 
They wound up beating Temple in the Independence Bowl. Shout out to my Philadelphia homies, Temple. 56 to 27. But yet, here we go again. This guy has all the tools. Can throw it deep, can you know catch the crossing pattern, all that stuff. But I mean, come on, man. Nobody was talking about this dude during the year, and now he's supposed to be the end all be all. And I got one of my monitors on. I, I hope my sound is okay because I keep turning around here looking at some of this draft stuff, and there he is. I, look, man, it, this and I and I always say I hope I am wrong, but I'm just not buying it. I'm just not buying it. Um, you know, it was the the kid that the Jets took um, a year or two ago out of USC who was at uh, Downs, whatever his name was. You know, there's always one. And I just, I don't see it. I hope I'm wrong, but I am not buying Mr. Jones in the top three, five, whatever, it, you know, they're they're saying, so. All right, with that being said, let's get out of here. First break of the evening. Now, when we come back to sports done right with yours truly, the governor, Vince Wright, Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods, Tiger, 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 would y'all for shizzle. I didn't do a show last week, so I just want to get my two cents in on the Masters win, where we may be going from here with Tiger Woods and his quote-unquote second act. Also, why does Fox Sports suck so much? And I've been hearing that from a lot of people, not just me. And we'll give our Minnesota Twins some love, as Danielle from Minnetonka brought up a little earlier. So again, excuse me, thank you guys for tuning in. I will be right back. This is Sports Done Right. Big L says the Duke quarterback is a bum. Um, I I don't know if he's a bum. You know, I don't like to to rag on a dude like that. But again, nobody was saying nothing about this cat during the year. And now, here we go. He's the the end-all, be-all quarterback choice. Big Mike says, I agree with you, Gov. I've never heard of this guy from Duke. I did hear about him starting last week when I started watching draft preview shows. <laughs> and he says, G-T-F-O-H, and you know what that means. All right, y'all, let's get out of here. We're going to uh, hit some commercials, take a quick little music break, a little D-E or D-N-C-E with Rod Stewart. We'll be right back. Sports done right right after this break. You don't usually get a stock tip from a 16-year-old, but I'm here to tell you about a different kind of stock. It's called Better Futures, a stock for social change that's not about making money. Instead, you invest to help students like me go to college. This is beyond a simple donation. It's the opportunity for America to invest in its kids and take an active stake in the future of the country. The return on your investment isn't money. What you get back is knowing you protected our potential. So one day, that potential can grow up to become surgeons and architects, executives and engineers, people who can change the future just by being a part of it. 
My name is Alicia, and I'm your dividend. Invest in better futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. A public service announcement brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, game show host, father of five, and all-around big dude. I'm also an expert on drama. I know all kinds of drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids. There's the bad kind like season-ending injuries. There's the necessary kind like having an agent in Hollywood. And there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your high school diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. Or text DIPLOMA to 97779. Message and data rates may apply. Reply STOP to opt out. That's DIPLOMA to 97779. And leave the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. Ladies and gentlemen, hear me and hear me good. If you like sports, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. If you like comedy, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. If you like a different opinion coming from a different angle, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. So join me Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with your host, Jelani J.B. Bodie. And of course, my man Lopan on the Wait a Minute Show. She sits alone, waiting for suggestions. He's so nervous, avoiding all the questions. His lips are dry, his heart is gently pounding. Don't you just know exactly what they're thinking? His heart's beating like a drum. Is he gonna get this girl on? Real soon, baby, we'll be all alone. Don't you just know exactly what they're thinking?
votes are in and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right. And now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. What up, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor. Live and direct from Minneapolis, St. Paul. We call them the Twin Cities. I personally call it God's country. Thank you for listening. Besides the world. The Walking Dead dubstep. My groove on. I am Vince Wright. We are back. Sports done right. The podcast you love to listen to. The podcast that's growing and growing. And by the way, not only on Spreaker.com, not only on XSquadAffiliates.com, we are now on iTunes, we are now on Stitcher Radio, and we are also on TuneIn Radio Live and Direct. If you can't listen live, please download us and listen at your, as we say back um, in Africa, your leisure. And that way you got us anytime you want to. Anytime you want, 651-968-05, or excuse me, 0124 is the phone number. Big Pace has joined us in the chat room. Yo, what up, Big Pace? Thank you for joining us, Sports Don Wright. And the one and only Tiger Woods, y'all. I mean, what can we say? What can we say? Slow hand, a slow golf clap from Vince Wright himself, the sports governor. And by the way, this is a podcast. Game seven, Boston, the Bruins. And always thinking of Boston, late great cousin Michael McLaren, his brother, my main man, Eric McLaren. The Boston Bruins are up four to one over the Toronto Maple Leafs. And let me digress into hockey before I get into Tiger 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 Woods, y'all. Because I am in Minnesota and I know you love when the brother talks a little puck. If the Toronto Maple Leafs blow this stuff, I'll say it. If they blow this shit, there is no Canadian teams in the playoffs. Once again, and how do you, and the Canadians take this to heart. That's their sport. I know this is the state of hockey, Minnesota. I know all these kids play it from the time that they can barely stand up. I get all that. But hockey's Canada. And if not only from a national perspective, my people, and this game is over. 26 seconds, no coming back. Or hold on, hold on, hold on. Somebody jacking with my feed here. But Toronto loses. I mean, it's over, man. And I think Toronto has not won the Stanley Cup since 1966 or something like that. And it's a final. 
It is a final four to one. I'm sorry, I, was, I, I had a delayed stream going. This game is final. Boston wins the series four games to three. Wow. Wow. Another, another Canadian heartbreak for our friends to the north. By the way, this state is the southern border. <laughs> I feel bad for him, man. I really do, but... I mean, what can you do? What can you do? American NHL dominance will continue into this year. But I have a few friends that are big hockey fans, and one of them is a huge Toronto Maple Leafs fan, and I know he's got to be hurt here again. Big Mike says, nothing new from the Maple Leafs, Gov. Same old, same old. Yeah, and then their original six um, team as well. It's over for the Leafs says place. They ain't coming back. Absolutely. Let's get into Tiger Woods talk here. We'll, I'll get into a little more hockey next week as we're inching closer towards Lord Stanley's cup. Big L says Tiger can win two more majors. So let's talk about Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods finally, finally put it all together. Y'all. He had some clutch, some clutch putting, short game, able to recover on shots like he did on 18, where he left it very, very, very short. All of a sudden, he went from par to playing for a bogey. All kinds of things at work here. Remember, the weather was supposed to come through. That never really seemed to materialize. So instead of playing twosomes, they played threesomes on the final day. Normally they play two. And if that rule would have held, then Tiger would have been playing in the second to last group. Behind Kepka. And maybe with that situation, shoulda, coulda, woulda. But nobody cares. All we care about is Tiger Woods won another Masters <laughs> Can I tell you something? Did it not seem like, and this happens so rare nowadays. And quite honestly, I haven't seen a guy who's been able to pull a country. I could say the planet. I'll just keep it here in the U.S. They had the whole country pulling for him, basically. And I know there's still Tiger haters out there, and I know there's people that don't appreciate what he did to his wife and the family. I get all that. But, okay, we're, we're beyond that now. And once again, you had everybody, everybody pulling for Tiger Woods, everybody watching Tiger Woods. And he finally put it together. And bear with me here because I was trying to find some numbers. Here we go. The ratings for the 2019 Masters Tournament. A 7.7 rating on a Sunday morning as the final round went off. Blah, blah, blah. 
So because they switched the tea or because they, it became a, a morning tea time or a morning um, event, so to speak, uh, 7.7 rating is, is the second lowest for the Masters final round since 2004. Okay, that's to be expected. The broadcast had a 21 share, which is a... Oh, hold on here. Hold on. Oh, I'm, I may have got that backwards. Hold on. Let me go back and make sure I'm reading this correctly here. Okay. Live coverage of Sunday's final round on CBS earned the highest overnight rating for a morning golf broadcast in 34 years. Okay. It delivered 7.7 rating on Sunday morning as the final round tee times and groupings were moved up to avoid inclement weather on Sunday afternoon. However, due to early starts, or excuse me, early uh, tee times, the 7.7 rating is the second lowest for a Masters final round since 2004. It has also resulted in the highest rated golf broadcast of any network since the final round of the 2018 Masters. Last year's final round, which aired in its usual Sunday afternoon time frame, had an 11% higher viewership than this year. So, okay, so they're just basically saying the view, because of that time change, it went down a little bit. I don't care. I had a great time, made some breakfast, almost like a breakfast at Wimbledon back in the day, back when the Wimbledon finals were on HBO, if you can believe that, you youngsters. So back to the tournament. And I'll get into the chat room here very quickly. Well, oh, but very quickly, Ben BS3, the BS3 Sports and Music Show. Make sure you are following him. Google hitupspreaker.com, xsquadaffiliates.com. Big Ben out of Dallas, Texas. Honestly, one of the hallmarks in our little podcast family here on how to run a show, how to do a show how to have good guests on your show. <clears throat> Excuse me. So when I have guests, you know, you got to do it like Ben, man. You got to bring people that, that bring something to the table. So Ben, thank you for tuning in. Pace real quick and just to diverge because we'll talk a little NBA here in a second, but he uh, has a comment. Westbrook is the problem, not the answer in Oklahoma City. So Tiger puts it all together. And what I liked is he drove the ball very well. He seemed to finally have the demeanor in check, the mind, the brain, the calmness about him. He did not seem, you know, nervous with the situation. He seemed to finally dig down on the years and years and years of knowledge of Augusta National. And how to play that course, where to hit certain shots, how to play certain breaks on the greens, as we saw on number 16, where the homie almost got himself a hole in one. You know, that's a course that, you know, probably takes you a, a couple times to, to really just kind of soak it all in and know what you're doing. And, you know, when uh, when um, Paisano, Francesco Molinare went into the drink and Tony Finau goes into the drink. And then Brooks Kepka, who is really, if he's there, he's the guy I'm really worried about because the guy is literally like a Terminator. He, 
you know, and he even says this, you know, he, he doesn't show emotion on the course. He knows what he has to do. And he does it, man. He hits the, you know, he hits the ball a mile. He hits it way past Tiger. And he is really the only one that seems to have total control of his emotions to the point where it reminds me of Tiger. You know, he had won, what, three of the last, I think, well, now it would be three of the last seven, I think, majors. Hasn't won, I think he's only won a, a tournament or two on the regular PGA Tour, so that's why people are really impressed with Kepta because he hasn't he doesn't win too much on tour, but when it comes to these majors here recently, success. But when he goes into the water and then he misses the, the big putt on 18, and Tiger now, because of these special groupings, is behind him watching all this now. Remember, that would have been Tiger playing ahead of Kepka, but now the roles are reversed. And Tiger Woods showed you how to play it. He had a couple good relief shots. And that, you know, that's Tiger S. That's that's one of the things that helps him. And Big L says, Tiger got some side chicks again. (laughs) Hashtag maybe. You never know with Tiger, but... You know, he whatever he, he did or is doing or whatever, obviously it all came together. He says, you know, he's, he's trying to peak for these majors. And it all came together for him. Major win number 15. Only three behind Jack. Everybody talking about that record again being in play. So what does the rest of this year look like for Tiger Woods in my humble opinion? Now here in Minneapolis, the Twin Cities, we have a we have now become a PGA city. The senior PGA 3M is now on the PGA tour as the 3M Open. It is the weekend of the 4th of July. And rumor has it it's between a couple majors and if Tiger plays only one tournament in between, I think it would be the US Open and the British this May be the one might be and you know whatever tiger comes to town you're gonna have huge crowds it's gonna be phenomenal especially if he wins or is in contention obviously we know that but the thing that tiger woods is is tiger woods is golf and the old guys, the uh, the old guys at the country clubs who just can't get over that. And I'll give you, in terms of majors, Jack's the dude. But the greatest golfer I've seen, and I think more people are saying this, is Tiger Woods, only because of the shots that he has hit. Not taking away anything from Jack. If you come and say Jack's the greatest, you know, there's a part of me that really has no argument over what I just said, but I get it. But right now, there's only one guy that moves the needle. There's only one guy that moves the ratings needle, needle, and that's Tiger Woods. And that's why you see the golfers out there. And because he's treating people better, at least that's what we hear. 
in this second act of his career because now he gets it. He's been humbled. Wife left him. Public scrutiny after, you know, messing around with umpteenth women. You know, Perkins waitresses jokes, you know, stripper jokes, all the stuff. Then you got the kids that grow up and, you know, obviously will hear this from their friends and see stuff online. Then the physical. Quite honestly, from what we've seen, it's amazing that Tiger Woods honestly might be still alive after that traffic stop where he was in Florida and he thought he was in California. The car was running. He just happened to have his foot on the brake as he fell asleep in the car, passed out. And we've all saw the the tapes from the dashboard cam. We've all seen the mug shots. And as Big L says here in our Spreaker.com chat room, and Mike, I actually just said here as well, he's the dude that's bringing viewers to, to golf. End of story. I love Phil Mickelson. And, you know, if, obviously if Tiger Woods never existed, it would have been the Phil Mickelson era. And Phil has, what, 42, 43 wins himself. He has, what, five, six majors. And think of that. Tiger Woods has nearly twice as many victories. Nearly twice as many majors. But even the, the great Phil Mickelson. And Phil knows it. And that these golfers know it, y'all. And again, Vince Wright Sports done right. Here on Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn streaming radio apps, services, whatever you want to say. But Tiger's it, man. Tiger is it. Now, can he put it together? Here's the thing. And this is all depending because he says he's cutting back on his schedule. So we know he's playing the four majors. He has now for golf aficionados, the PGA tournament, the major, the PGA championship has now been moved from August. That was the last major in the rotation to what they play next month. Bear with me here. I'll have look that up. All right. So just had the masters. The U S open is at Pebble beach where tiger has won. Um, had his greatest U.S. Open triumph there, won by, what was it, 15 or whatever it was. Again, he won't do that, but depending on how this is set up by the USGA, because the U.S. Open, remember, that's where you get the 8, 10-inch rough off the course. Um, it's all just matted down. They really just jack up these courses so these guys can barely maybe get over par or under par, excuse me. But regardless, Tiger has won at Pebble Beach. He's played it so many times. You got to say he's the favorite there. Then we go over, and again, we're going to have the um, Open. And by the way, the Open. No, okay, okay, here we go. 
So the next one, May 16th through the 19th, is the PGA Championship. That's at Beth Page Blackout in New York City, where Tiger has won. When one of the, I think it was the PGA Championship when it, he won there. And Beth Page Black is a very, very, very hard course. Everybody, it's famous for having the sign here that, you know, if you can only shoot a certain score, you don't want to be here. So next month, he will definitely be the favorite there at Beth Page Black. No, and no reason why he shouldn't contend. So May, then what do we got? June out in Pebble Beach. So the U.S. Open is actually going to be the third major, uh, the third leg of the majors this year. So again, will be considered the favorite there. Then we have the wild card. We have a new course being thrown into the mix for the Open, the British Open, as we still like to call it here in America, but the Open Championships. And your champion golfer with a score. I love the announcers over there. Anyway, the Open is at Royal Portbush this year. That's a new course in the mix. And that is in Northern Ireland. And that is from July, what is that? July 19th. That one starts. So they talk about it being a irons course. Tiger may not need the driver, which definitely helps Tiger. Big L, Big L, the gym rat, says Tiger, let's see, Tiger's body is not what he used to be. He needs more time to get healthy, old man style. I can definitely relate to that. And he's he's admitted it. You know, he can't practice like he used to. This is a guy that used to practice, you know, 15, 16 hours a day between his workouts, his cardio, his weightlifting. And we saw that's what did it to the body. And then he got hooked on the drugs, on the pain pills. Tiger... Seems to to have figured it out, and I trust him. He knows his body. Um, it was great to see the kids there. You know, obviously all the sentimental stuff, hugging little Charlie, where his dad hugged him twenty, um, twenty two years ago, on his first major win. That was great. Um, people do not like Tiger Woods' girlfriend. They have been taking. <laughs> Shots on her, her looks and, you know, oh, she was just a, a waitress at his restaurant or a manager. Look, she must be doing something right because she's, as of now, she is taming the tiger. Um, may not, yeah, I said it. It's true. Um, regardless, they seem happy. God bless them. And she was down there. She, the kids were there. Mom was there. And for the first time in a very long time, the emotional outpouring from Tiger after that tournament, Tiger actually high-fiving people walking by. Tiger just screaming. It's good, buddy. You can finally let it go. You are a major champion again. And also is now sending notice to the, I I think sending notice to these young dudes. Because now it was one thing to, to play with the Tiger who was in the middle of the road. Tiger that was ranked a thousandth plus in the, in the golf rankings. And these guys are great. And that's why Tiger's not going to be winning majors by eight, ten strokes and all this stuff anymore. These guys are just too good. They, you know, Dustin Johnson, Kepka, 
Uh, Jordan Spieth, he's got Spieth's got some answering to do. He's kind of falling off a little bit. Rory McIlroy, where are you? But I think Tiger has sent notice. Until you get in that circle and experience the Tiger roars and the the thousands of people on a golf course, which isn't, you know, these golf courses are made for these crowds. So these crowds are just astronomical that follow them. And pressure probably did get to some of these guys. Now, does Tiger intimidate them? No. Tiger doesn't intimidate like he did when, you know, the first go around by simply showing up. Tiger doesn't do that anymore. How Tiger can intimidate you is with that crowd that follows him and at the right moment getting that crowd involved with the birdie, with the miraculous shot, whatever it is. And then the thoughts start going through the other people's minds as there are on different parts of the golf course and you hear about the quote-unquote Tiger Roars. It's different. I was reading an article from Sunday's paper here in the Twin Cities. Kyle Rudolph, the Twins, or Twins, the Vikings tight end, was down there. He's a pretty good golfer himself. He plays out at uh, the Wyzetta Country Club, I believe, here locally. I think the article said he's about a seven handicap, seven, eight, somewhere in there. He was down at the Masters and, you know, got to partake. And he was just like one of the most incredible things he's ever seen. You know, forget Tiger and, you know, the comeback and all that the roars he was talking about and I've experienced them. You know, I've seen Tiger play up here at Hazeltine in a couple majors. I've seen Tiger play at the Memorial and the Phoenix open. I've seen and and have heard these roars and I've seen Tiger win golf tournaments. So I get it as well. Regardless, I think this is a great thing, not only for golf, but for sports. As I was laminating on before, it's it was like the country came together. Everybody was talking about it, watching it, all the news shows, and it, that don't happen a lot. Not in today's kind of fractured society that we live in. So that was just nice to kind of see that whole thing playing out. Got nervous at a couple spots. But Tiger, he seemed to have it under control. That shot on 18 where he talked about, you know, he just hit it real thin. You know, it got a little dicey. I was like, oh, God, please don't let him lose this in the, on the last hole. Because I think if it could, if it, if that now, if that would have went south, and this was something my friend said. He goes, think about this, Gov. Big, smooth Vince, right? He goes, think about that shot. Okay, Tiger hits it, he flubs it. He is now where he was. If he jacked up that next shot, hits it short, whatever the case was, and all of a sudden now he's playing for double bogey because that would have been the playoff. And maybe he winds up losing or he blew it on that hole. Imagine what that could have done for the psyche of Tiger. Going totally south, wiping out everything that Tiger's been working on. Fortunately, we don't have to worry about it, though. So good to see, good to hear. Tiger Woods is back. Golf will be fun again. And anytime he's involved, it's just going to be interesting. He's ranked sixth now 
in the world can he get back to number one see there's all these little subplots now by the way that major or excuse me that masters win was number 81 he is now one short of the all-time record by sam sneed slamming sammy sneed he's only one short there Sammy had 82 all-time PGA wins. Tiger's at 81 now. And you figure with a little luck, he's going to bypass that this year if he can get to. And that's my prediction. I think Tiger finds a way to get two PGA Tour wins. He and Because he's going to play courses that he's familiar with. Hopefully he gets up here for the 3M. And that is at the TPC Twin Cities. So if you're familiar with the TPC type course, that's where the new PGA stop will, will be up here. Um, Yeah, man. <laughs> so many subplots. Will he pass Sammy? Obviously, we've talked about the major record. I'm very excited to see. And again, this is all on if that body holds up. But I think now after last year where he played a lot of golf, especially during the FedEx Cup, I think so far so good for the body. And I know it can all go south with a bet, with a swing and this and that, but God willing, Tiger's around for a while and, and is making it interesting. You know, you got Phil Mickelson competing in majors. Phil's coming up to 50. You got, you know, Tom Watson almost won the British Open a few years ago, and he was 59. That's what I like about golf, man. You can play for a very, very long time. Will Tiger have the entrance interest to play once he hits 50 and he's eligible for the senior tour? We'll see. I'm, I'm sure he'll play some events. I'm sure he'll, he'll you know, maybe, maybe that might be the new goal is to set a mark and win the senior majors, you know, set a record doing that. But as of right now, Tiger Woods is back. Tiger Woods is a factor. And he is definitely the favorite going into all, I would say, all the the majors except the wild card being the British Open or the Open Championship. Tiger needs time, I believe, says Big L. Big Mike says, Tiger's got it figured out. Thank God golf sucks without him. Um... I'm assuming this might be Danny, a female, because it's D-A-N-N-I. I told you, man. Ladies love the Sports Governor Show in Owatonna, Minnesota. And she says, I'm glad Tiger's back, not to excuse what he did, but let's face it, golf is boring without LT Gray. Thank you. Another Danny. D-A-N-N-I. Got Danielle Minnetonka. I, I, I couldn't agree more. And look, I play golf. I've And you know my story. I've, I've married into a golf family. I fortunately, you know, my father-in-law is a uh, um, president of a course where, you know, free golf and all that stuff. So I, I, I'm into golf now. I, I grew up not liking it as a lot of young black kids did back in my day. But golf for me is really... One of my go-tos on the weekends, I try and play as much as I can after work during the week, whether that's just going to hit some balls at the driving range or just trying to get a few holes in. I try and play as much golf as I can in the summer. So I love it. But 
outside of majors, man, it's real tough to just kind of flip on a tournament and, you know, maybe, you know, watch it for a couple hours on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon. You know, I did a couple times last year when some stuff was popping in the final round of a tournament, maybe, but it's not the same as we know. It's not must-see TV. And with Tiger, it's much it's must-see TV. And with Tiger, all eyes on him, because that's all it is. And that's what makes his greatness even more. I mean, imagine doing this knowing every single eye on in the world, basically, is is on you. So congratulations. Can't wait to see more from Eldrick Tiger Woods. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. PGA Championship coming up. Um, Again, I want you guys to help check out the uh, North Star Sports Podcast, my brother podcast to Sports Done Right, where... The Minnesota Sports Show that I host with Justin Ekstrom, Matt Geffrey. And again, with that show, we are going to be out at Top Golf Friday night for day two of the Vikings draft. Thanks to Purple PTSD, one of the best Vikings fan sites out there. Again, that's Purple PTSD. Make sure you check them out as well. So we'll be there Friday night. Um, I, I can't wait. Because I think it's that later half of the draft where where things get done. So, all right, y'all. I am out of here. Thank you guys so much. This has been another Sports Done Right show. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor from the great state of Minnesota. Coming to you live and direct from the Situation Room here at the Governor's Mansion somewhere in the great East Metro. If you want to follow me again on Twitter, the handle, the big smooth one the number one after the big smooth, of course. Make sure you check out Sports Done Right on Instagram, Sports Done Right on Facebook. And again, you can follow us all over the place, xsquadaffiliates.com. Make sure you're checking out uh, my podcast partners, the guys, and we, we all started it together. This is a Squad podcast. Make sure you're checking out the North Star Sports Podcast. Make sure you're checking out this show. If you can't listen live, Spreaker.com, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and TuneIn Radio. Not only listen live, you can listen on demand. All the shows are warehoused. And anytime you want to listen, make sure you download. That's how we get some statistics registered for the show and Maybe get some some sponsorship someday. But again, I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. Want to say what up to all the people out there in Twitterverse. A um, lot of good folks out there. A lot of good info. Want to send a special shout out to Gopher Rated. Want to send a special shout out to Nadine Babu and the fine folks over at Gopher Hole. Doing their thing as well. Uh, Justin Ekstrom, by the way, not only the co-host on the North Star Sports Podcast, but all over the place, KNSI up in St. Cloud, doing all kinds of things. The fine folks, X-Squad Affiliates Radio, the fine folks at IE Sports Radio, Big Larry, I ain't forgot about you, man. I got to get ringside, my boxing show going back over there. Man, so much love to spread around, but I digress. Tune in. We may or may not be doing the show next week. Got to check the schedule. Some things popping off the early part of next week. If not, we may have to just uh, 
record a show and upload it for your listening pleasure. But again, I am Vince Wright, the big smooth, as the ladies like to say. Or you can call me the sports governor. This is Sports Done Right. And thank you all so much for listening. Tune in again. Next time we talk, we're going to be talking Vikings post-draft. We're going to hopefully see if the Timberwolves have somebody running the front office. And if that person gets to keep Ryan Saunders or will they find or let the, you know, the new person pick their own coach. Lots of things happening. And oh, before we get out of here, twins love, twins love, twins love. Long way to go, but I love how they're starting. Keep it up, fellas. And I can't wait. But anyway, I am out of here. 9.06 Central Time. Make sure you check out Tasty Talk Tuesday. Uh, Mandelion and Girly Girl hosting that show on Spreaker.com as well. And again, shout out to X-Squad. Um, everybody, man, just go to xsquadaffiliates.com. Check out all the great shows there as well. And I will be back next week. Vince Wright. I am gone. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right with your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right.